Happy Monday, Seattle hockey fans. We're going to recap, of course, the game against Toronto. Update you on some things going around the team. And uh, also, it's going to be a, a Mavericks Monday because we're going to end on a high note. But the main question of the day, will the Seattle Kraken even make it to all-star break? Questions that need answers coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team, the Seattle Kraken, every single day. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala, coming from you, coming to you from the brisk state of Massachusetts. I'll get into that a little bit coming up later and also, you'll hear more about my escapades in Massachusetts on the Friday episode of Locked on NHL and the Women's Hockey Spotlight. But um, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on for more info and to get started. We whew, have a lot to talk about. We are going to recap the Toronto game. I, I, I kind of have been saying this the last handful of, of, of games. You, you know, it's, it's tough to analyze the team performance because there are so many different variables right now for the Seattle Kraken. And again, the question of today are we going to make it to the all-star break? What do I mean by that? I mean that the Seattle Kraken, they had the day off today. They made it back to Seattle. Some of you who are locked on Kraken every dayers and OGers, you know. Also, if you're a locked on Kraken insider, we'll talk about that later. Then you know that I was with the team on the back end of their road trip when they stopped in New York. And we knew it was it was kind of things were were getting bad on the back end of the road trip injuries a mysterious illness that we still don't technically know what it is i can only i'm just putting kind of things together of course it's cold season it's flu season it's cold flu maybe covid season i don't know we don't know undisclosed illness and injuries or yeah well some injuries are still undisclosed but there's just been a lot going on which means, of course, that the lineups have been changing. So I, I find it difficult to be overly critical of the Seattle Kraken's performance overall because you have to take what's happening with a grain of salt. But let's first get to some of what we saw against Toronto. We know that this is a, a solid team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here are the stats uh, three to one was the final score line here again in favor of the Maple Leafs. Austin Matthews opens things up in the first period. Uh, then you have Robertson uh, gets the, the goal 
the second goal of the game in the second period. Jordan Eberly gets one back for us uh, with a uh, assist from Jared McCann and Tomas Tatar. And then, you know, you get, you get an empty net goal. We've seen a lot of those Ugh. in the last three games. Um, so, uh, you know, a, a tough, tough go, tough go overall for the Seattle Kraken. Um, you know, if you, if you look at some of the numbers, what stands out to me? Well, neither team was able to capitalize on the power play, the shots on goal, whew, 26 to 17. So we were outshot in a big way, but I'm not even mad at that. I mean, sometimes you see shots that are a little dull, uh, lopsided. We've also seen times where the Seattle Kraken have put more shots on net and are, you know, down by a few goals. We've seen that in the history of the Kraken. The face-offs. The face-offs. And again, we're going to talk about personnel in a little bit, but just remember that. The face-offs. <laughs> Penalty minutes and hits overall. I mean, we did see some spiciness. Actually, the NHL announced uh, earlier today that, um, you know, due to one of the hits on our guys that uh defenseman Connor Tim Timmons was fined two million eight hundred sixty-four or excuse me, two thousand eight hundred and sixty. I was gonna say two million, holy cannoli. He was fined uh, uh basically three thousand dollars. Um maximum allowable under the CBA for cross-checking uh, Brandon Tanev. And, um, you know, we also, again, are going to get into the roster here in a little bit, but we are losing some players not only to injury, not only to a mysterious illness, but Yanni Gord served his first suspension of a two-game suspension um, for his hit the other night. Uh, you know, I haven't done a uh, podcast since that game against Edmonton. The pepper pot. And I, I have talked about this before. When people ask for more fighting, when people ask for more hits, when people ask for more retaliation in hockey, this is the other side of that. Do you understand perhaps why Yanni Gord takes that hit? Generally speaking, why he goes after and goes for that boarding hit, sure. I think if you looked at what happened in the run of play right before that, Yanni doing what he felt he could do to protect himself, to stand up for his himself and his teammates. But if you look at, and, you know, again, didn't do an immediate podcast after that game, but was that game against Edmonton winnable? Was the game against, you know, the Maple Leafs winnable? Are there things, even with a depleted roster, which is completely understandable why it might be difficult, maybe more difficult than the team is used to, but are there decisions also that the team is or isn't making that could yield, if not a different end result in the wins-loss column, that could at least make us feel a little bit different about how they're playing. 
again, I'm trying not to be too critical of this stretch of games, but if and when we get to the end of the season and it's out by a hair, in by a hair, these are some of the things. A two-game suspension to a center on arguably one of our most active and dynamic lines. That's tough. That's tough. Um, I, in life and in my self-care, wellness, and development, heard something from, um, I don't know what you would necessarily call her, but uh, Mel Robbins might be a name some people are familiar with. And she, I saw this on social media, and she's just saying, you know, if, if life has been a little hard, if life has felt a little unfair, if life has handed you a raw deal and you're just kind of tired of it, just do me a favor and put down the sword. Put down the sword. And again, this is not a podcast about me. This is a podcast about the Seattle Kraken. But for me, how I internalize that, and then if I were to put that into what I think is happening with the Seattle Kraken, yeah, we've been handed a raw deal. The Seattle Kraken have been handed a tough deal right now. And you want to go out fighting and swinging, and you want to do that. Sometimes, though, you have to put down the sword to live to see another day. And there have been times in this season and throughout the Seattle Kraken's existence where our frustration, our need to prove maybe that we aren't a team that's just going to get bully balled around, I think we've tipped over at times and tried to, you know, go go for a little more aggression when what we needed to do was put down the sword. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I don't want it to be a, a definite, a finite conclusion that I'm coming to. I'm still very much working through how I feel about this, but th there's some discernment. Uh, there's some decision-making that's not, it's close to problematic. It's close. It's pretty close to problematic for me right now. And I don't use that as a criticism. I, I'm saying it more as an observation. And if the game, if the play, literally the players are not there um, and you're having to deal with a hand that you maybe weren't as familiar with being aggressive with a hand that you're not completely comfortable with is a choice. It's definitely a choice. Is it the right choice? Is it the right choice? I think we got to be smarter because we can't be tougher. We can't be faster. Um, you know, we can't be better conditioned. Uh, we can't have the better chemistry right now. That, those are just the facts. That's not taking anyone who is in the lineup off the hook either. But, you know, it, it just... Something's got to give. And maybe, just maybe, for the Kraken, it's putting the sword down. Just maybe. Uh, food for thought. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's talk about that very, and I do mean very, 
depleted roster. I have uh, not projected lines, but the actual lines that we we ran on Sunday, um, that's coming up on Locked on Kraken, as is. We're we're not going to leave it on a sour or ambiguous note. We're going to end because one of our teams in our pipeline is uh, on a heater. And we're going to talk about that coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience, patience, underline, underline, is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts, your number one ride or die will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the W. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available for U.S. customers. And thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Another thing you need to know is that Locked on Kraken, all of the Locked on shows can be found on the Sirius XSM app. Head over to your app and make sure you you, uh, search Locked on Kraken and boom, there you go. The audio show will be there for you. Also want to make sure that you know that the Locked on Sports Today is the first 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And I mentioned locked on NHL. I will be doing my women's hockey segment on the Friday episode, but every other Friday you can hear me and the other experts in particularly Gil and Rachel as part of the locked on NHL network on that 24 seven streaming channel. But we have a new episode of locked on NHL every single day. And so every single day, whether you listen on the Sirius SXM app Or if you head over to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, you can find expert information from analysts across the Locked On NHL channel and all of our other channels. So make sure you give it a look. All right. Notes and quotes. Here are some notes. Uh, This is the lineup that we went with on Sunday against the Maple Leafs. Game number 46. If you're listening on audio You can't see the graphic, but no worries. I will read this for you, and I'll also post it on our YouTube channel. So I don't know if you're driving or maybe you're doing some activities in the house like I do when I listen to podcasts or taking a nice long walk. Either way, go check out uh, our YouTube channel. And if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and do so. But I will post this in the community posts so you have it. So we had uh, the top line. I'll read from left to right. Ellie Tolvanen, Alex Wenberg, Oliver Bjorkstrand. So Tolvi and and Bjorkstrand stay together. But again, Yanni Gord suspended two games. He's not available at where? Center. Remember, we talked about face-offs. I'll get to that 
in a minute. Tomash Tatar, Jared McCann, and Jordan Eberly. So Tatar and Eberly stay together. Jared McCann has been stepping up as a centerman in the last handful of games because the usual center that we have on this line, Matty Beneers, uh, out with an undisclosed injury. Okay, we move on. Uh, left to right again here on the third line, Jaden Schwartz, Ty Kirchier, and Andre Burakovsky. Just got Burakovsky back into the fold. Ty Kirchier. And, you know, I keep forgetting to post that video. I'm so sorry. It'll be up this week for sure. I don't want to say, like, tonight for sure, for sure, because I've said that before and obviously it hasn't gone up. Ty Cartier has had to uh, really step up. And Dave Haxtell once again talked about Ty Cartier and Jared McCann stepping up into this role. But, um, you know, never really played centerman. I mean, he's just really getting his reps in the NHL period, but um, now being asked to switch positions here. So again, that's Schwartz, Cartier, and Burakovsky. And then we have Tanev, Daniel, uh, Devin Shore, excuse me, and John Hayden. Um, so Shore also, Devin Shore also stepping up into that centerman role. Um, so who are we missing? Well, I mean, the list goes on and on. Matty Benier is injured. We have uh, uh, we have Pierre Edward Belmar injured. Yanni Gord suspended. Uh, Vince Dunn out. Kyler Yamamoto um, not explicitly talked about, but again, you read the goings on on social media. It seems that maybe he has been impacted by this illness. Also, if you uh, look at um, Circling Seattle Sports or Emerald City Hockey. I know Allison has also been following this. We did see Yamamoto at the last Seattle Kraken practice in morning skate. But um, we, uh, you know, gingerly out there slowly. So, you know, it's a tough go right now. And again, I'm going to show this graphic that we talked about in the first segment. The face-off percentage, 71.1% to 23.8. And this is one of those things. Do I understand why potentially the face-offs not great? You don't have Gord. You don't have Pierre-Edouard Belmar. You don't have Maddie Beneers. Is it understandable? Sure. Is it acceptable? Question mark. That's where I don't know. I mean, these are still NHL players getting paid a lot of money. Is it acceptable? Either way, when you're not winning face-offs, you're putting your team on the back foot. That's just facts. All right, let's take a look at the defensive pairs. Evans with Larson, Alexiak with Borgen, and Dumoulin and Schultz. Again, Vince Dunn has been out of the lineup for a while. Joey Decord, Chris Drieger, your goaltenders. We have been seeing Philip Grubauer get some more action, though. So uh, it's a tough time in Kraken land. It's a tough time in Kraken land. So I kid you not when I ask, are we going to make it to All-Star break? And, you know, if we can just get through and the schedule lightens up, we have the Chicago Blackhawks on Wednesday. And then we play the St. Louis Blues on Friday. We've met success against these teams, but don't forget the Blackhawks burnt us early in the season. 
And I said even in the win that we got against them that they're a fiery, feisty team. Now they are without Connor Bedard. Very unfortunate incident there, which again um, makes me wonder why all hockey players do not wear full face protection. But I'm always, I've always said that. If you listen, if you are a real OGer, then you know. I had a conversation with uh, women's pro hockey to Seattle in one of our first episodes asking about face protection. Uh, and I've told my story about, I understand the hesitancy from an athlete's perspective. And sometimes, unfortunately, you do need that incident that happens and you're like, oh, oh okay, yeah, this is this is serious. That happened with me. They Because in softball, we used to have, now it's just standard that there are these massive cages. Um, and, as, and I was a base runner, so as a base runner, it literally kind of, you felt like you were tipping over a little bit. Anyway, the point is Connor Bedard is not in the lineup for Chicago. The, the Seattle Kraken just got to hold on. <laughs> if we could just hold on for the next, I guess, four games, it's Chicago, the St. Louis Blues, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and then we're at the Sharks. So if you if you gotta run a kind of MacGyver Jerry rigged mosh posh lineup, these are some of the teams that you want to play. But it only is going to be advantageous, air quotes, if we make the right decisions. And that's where I go back to what I was saying in the first segment. I'm teetering on, wondering, and being a little more critical of some of our decision-making. The frustration, completely understandable. And I personally think I want to see some of our leaders make better decisions because we got to get through these next four games. We have got to get through these next four games healthy <laughs> from an injury perspective, healthy from an illness perspective and on the ice, as in we are not getting suspensions. You know, I don't know if how things went down for me warranted what we saw from Yanni Gord. That's just, but that's just my opinion on the other side of the break, you know, then we, we take on the flyers and the devils. So we got to get through all-star and we got to get healthy during the break. Is it possible? For sure. But we, and we got to keep the mind sharp. You just got to get through this. You just got to get through this. We're going to talk about standings and all of that stuff coming up later in the week. But uh, to close out today's episode, we are going to talk, I said, think happy thoughts. We're going to talk about uh, the Kansas City Mavericks because it is indeed a Mavericks Monday. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Now we know the NFL season, the regular season is done. We are heating up into the playoffs, getting ready for the big game. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place 
a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. I talk about the FanDuel odds, the money line, the over-under when we have game days, which we'll have on Wednesday. So we'll go over some FanDuel odds. I've talked about the whole Bedard section. I mean, very curious to see what that looks like these days. Am I right? Listen, I feel bad that I even said it out loud and that I thought it, but I remember seeing Connor Bedard selected for the All-Star game and being like, whoa, I remember when our rookie got named and then he got hurt. Because he got wrecked. Anyway, visit fanduel.com backslash locked on and make your first bet a layup. They don't have those in football, but you know, still, it's a layup. It's a bunny, as we say in basketball. Fanduel, the official partner of the National Football League. All right, Kraken fans. Um, you know. Tough go, tough go. Let's just focus one game at a time. Uh, let's just focus one game at a time. One Day at a Time was a TV show, and then they did a remake that unfortunately had a short shelf life, but I really enjoyed. And I like the spin on that they did a Cuban family. Anyway, that was what that reference was. I digress as I am wont to do. Said we we're going to end on a high note. We're going to talk about the Kansas City Mavericks because in case you didn't know, the Kansas City Mavericks on a heater, baby. That's right. They've won their last 10 games. They also will play on Wednesday, January 24th. They're taking on the Allen Americans at Kansas City. We also have a few All-Stars for the ECHL All-Star game. The last game that we played, Friday, January 29th, a 9-2 9-2 performance, 10th straight victory. I mean, who didn't get on the board? Uh, two goals from Justin Knockbauer. Justin Knockbauer, uh, Jeremy McKenna, Joshua Carlson, David Cotton, Cole Koski, Jacob Hayhurst, Bradley Schoonbert, uh, just... Everyone was scoring. Everyone was scoring. And uh, I mentioned the ECHL All-Star Classic, and we have Patrick Curry, as well as um, our our friend of the pod, if you remember, um, Max, Max Andrev, uh, who also was, of course, at the uh, training camp that happened earlier. Well, I guess technically late last year in the fall. So that's the good news. You know, I keep up with the ECHL Kansas city Mavericks. They're a part of our pipeline, but they also come through Tulsa. Now I'm not in Tulsa right now. I am in the very, very cold, uh, Massachusetts, new England. Um, and I, I said, I was going to get to that, but tomorrow for the first time ever, in 45 years of the women's bean pot, which is a tournament between Harvard, Boston College, Boston University, and Northeastern, at least on the women's side, for the first time in 45 years, this being the 45th year of the women's bean pot, the women's bean pot championship and semifinal matchup actually will be at TD Garden 
happening tomorrow. So I'm going to be sticking around for that. And if you follow my women's hockey coverage on Black Rosie Media and the Founding Four podcast, then you know that I got to speak to Kareen Schroeder, former BU goaltender. She also played at Quinnipiac. But um, she is being inducted and is the BU um, inductee for the 2024 Beanpot Hall of Fame. And I got to speak to Kareen Schroeder. And so you should check out the Founding Four podcast and better yet become a Patreon uh, member of Black Rosie Media. And then you get the full audio, full conversation, Kareen and I talking about her Beanpot uh, <laughs> honor and that she's probably going to have to rush off the ice from, oh, we talking about practice. She's going to have to rush off the ice in Connecticut to make it up to Boston in time for the uh, first intermission, which is when, at least on the ice, the four inductees will be honored. Talked about it a little bit on our live stream for the Founding Four podcast last Thursday. You can find that on Black Rosie Media. And I will be back on the Founding Four podcast this Thursday to recap Bean Pot. But you can also listen to me on Locked on NHL for our Women's Hockey Spotlight, where you'll hear me talk a little bit about the Bean Pot semifinal, um, or I guess not semifinal. I said semifinal earlier. I guess it's the third, third and fourth place teams playing each other, and then the championship. The consolation game is usually what they call it. There we go. Words, hard, difficult, sorry. Um, so yeah, lots of women's hockey stuff coming up. Kareen Schroeder is an amazing goaltender. I have a co-host on the Founding Forward podcast who uh, was a little critical of Kareen Schroeder earlier in her career, and I said, no, 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 no. She's the real deal. That was during the uh, the Premier Hockey Federation before the, now the new league, the PWHL, in which she got the first ever shutout in league history. So, boom, there you go, as they say in my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like to think I, I know how to pick them. I know how to pick them. Anyway, uh, Kansas City Mavericks on a roll. We're seeing some good stuff from the Firebirds. As you know, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when I got – podcast bombed by our good friend JD Hernandez. The Firebirds are hosting the All-Star Showcase for the AHL next year. So lots of exciting things happening throughout the pipeline. You know, are we going to see Firebirds or maybe even some Mavericks move up, swim upstream, so to speak? Some of that has to do with cap space and also players like Drieger maybe on his way back. So we shall see. We've got plenty to talk about, hopefully, like I did yesterday. I got really good rest yesterday. I was very excited about that. And like the Kraken today, hopefully you're resting up. You're staying warm. Holy cannoli. It's so cold here on the East Coast. Even, even Florida, even Florida got cold. Florida is also in the news for other reasons, but we don't have to talk about those. Um, Hope you're staying warm, staying safe. Be kind to yourself and to one another. And uh, we got we got at least one day in between, but you know what we do always and forever. Loud and proud, we say hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken, let's go Firebirds, let's go Mavericks. I will catch you on the next episode of this here program, a.k.a. Locked on Kraken. Erica L. Ayala, your host, signing out. Peace.